We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I'm Julia Plugge with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. I'm Rachel Alice with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. And I'm Tana Fancher with the Kansas Department of Wildlife Parks. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. You may have noticed that we kick off each episode introducing our guests by asking them to talk about their career, a pathway, uh, you know, what pathway it took to get there. We do that so you can learn about the amazing conservation related career fields. Uh, you know, we've learned over the last couple years that this podcast is going, that there's there's a lot of fields out there. You may be thinking, you know, where do I learn more about the career? Uh, what college classes do I need to take? Uh, you know, what college classes do I need to take to pursue or what would help me with the career? What college major needs to get me to that field of career? What colleges should I go to? I feel like I'm going back to my high school days and just overwhelmed with these questions. Um, <laughs> what experiences do I need? Or perhaps, you know, after an episode like that we've had in the past, you just want to learn more about um, that, that field and just in general, just to, to learn, maybe not something you want to go into, but just learn about it. Keep those questions in mind as we roll into this week's this is one of those episodes that you need to listen to immediately. Don't set this one to the side. So keep it to your ear because it is timely, date sensitive. And that's why we're going to push out here pretty quick. We're going to kick off this episode no different than normal. We're going to introduce, or I, I probably should say reintroduce the guest, asking about her career and her pathway. Uh, because this week's guest is not a new voice to She Goes Outdoors, actually one of the original voices, one of the original ladies that we introduced. Um, actually, I think she was even part of the plan of uh, kicking this whole podcast thing off and we absolutely love it. So we're going to give the microphone over to her to lead the way. Uh, with all that, here we go. Welcome back. I should like put some drum roll into this. <laughs> Marissa Jensen. Hey, you know, I we have a lot of new listeners since we've kicked off this off. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about yourself and where you're at, what you're doing, and maybe in just a tick about how you got there. Thanks, Julia. Um, just grinning as you were talking about that and, you know, thinking about the start of this podcast. And um, we're kind of like the, the OGs, you know, we're. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But um, so, you know, as, as Julia mentioned, Marissa Denson, um, I am the Education and Outreach Program Manager for Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever. And um, I'm located in Nebraska, but I work on a, a national level with our organization. I oversee our Women on the Wing initiative. So, um, you know, she, she Goes Outdoors podcast is just something that, you know, I'm all in about, you know, as we work to try and create more opportunities and, you know, a more welcoming environment for more women in the conservation space. And additionally, we're working on gearing up more efforts for people who are interested in a career in conservation. What a lot of people may not know um, about Pheasants Forever, if you're even familiar with that organization at all, 
that we are a habitat organization and we are made up of members that are primarily hunters. That's kind of where our roots began was, um, you know, dedicated hunters who wanted to conserve uh, more wild spaces so that we had, you know, opportunities to see or hunt or experience, you know, wild upland birds. But we really focus on, you know, helping to protect and grow those wild spaces as an organization. And with that, we have over 300 wildlife biologists across the country who work closely with landowners and resource professionals. You know, we partner with um, all the different agencies who are part of the She Goes Outdoors podcast. And we just could not do what we do without those partners and without those um, resource professionals out on the field every day. So, you know, it's it's exciting. Julia, you kind of touched on a little bit of, you know, what, what do I do as far as college? What kind of major, you know, should I focus on? And that's something that I'm really passionate about. Uh, I actually started my professional career as a veterinary technician and didn't even work in the conservation space and didn't shift that focus until uh, my late 20s, early 30s. And it was a whole new experience going back to school, trying to figure out, uh, you know, what courses I needed to take, trying to get my foot in the door. You know, conservation is a, a high demand profession. And so how do you get your foot in your door? How do you get noticed? And, you know, it's just amazing where that path has taken me. Uh, and it, it's not a unique story. You know, as I, I come to learn, the more people that I meet in the conservation space, whether they started, uh, you know, fresh out of high school and, and knew the direction that they were going as far as conservation, or they started, um, you know, a new path as they got older, you know, we've all kind of ended up in different spaces than maybe we would have originally imagined. And we've learned a lot of things along the way. And so we're just excited to try and provide resources and tools and insight to the next generation of conservationists, really kind of you know, help them figure it out and up their game. It's just, you're, it, it's a fun story to hear from coming from the perspective of you, because I was the same way where I went to school to be ag educator, FFA advisor, similar, kind of similar where kind of had that agriculture background, but yet there was a connection, uh, mm-hmm. that desire to, to educate that desire for the great outdoors, maybe just a tick different in the pathway, but it, it swarped back around to positions that we absolutely love and adore and, and put our hearts into right now. Um, such a cool story. And I want to point out too, that Marissa, you know, when we first met Marissa, she was in a temporary position. It wasn't a full time. Here's your benefits. Seven days out of the week, uh, 12 months out of the year is a temporary position. From time to time, we point that out as well Is especially in the conservation, we see this a lot in the biologist fields that you have to start kind of that low position uh, to get your foot in the door, to get your name out, to get your face out. To, to prove that you have that experience. And then that's when you, you move up into that, um, maybe that goal position that you someday hope to wish. So we always say that when, and we'll get into that, I think a little bit farther that we always want to get that into the ear of the college students, even high school students don't expect to jump out there right away into that, that job that you absolutely love. You know, speaking of that, kind of like sideswiped, we had to get on our soapbox and, you know, <laughs> right. Yep, yep. You know, this time of year, college graduates are looking for jobs. High school juniors and seniors are have that question, like, what do I want to do? 
Um, you know, heck, even college graduates right now are sitting like, what do I want to do? Maybe you're even sitting in a at an office desk right now or a different job listening to this podcast going, what do I want to do? You know, I, I clearly remember going to career fairs and, you know, you're passing out your resume, you're quizzing company representatives, you're just seeking like what you're seeking out the real world. Like, what do I want to do? What even is out there? Because I remember just like, I had no idea that some of those positions were available and those career paths are available. And I'm still learning, especially here in our field of conservation. Like, I'm just amazed by the different pathways one person can take and do. Yeah. So like I said, I remember those career pathways and the diversity. But I, at the time, I was only like only a few that were at that career fair were actually pertained to my interest. Marissa's leading the charge on planning a career fair. But before I lose your ear, like you might be thinking, oh, Nebraska, I'm nowhere near Nebraska. Uh, or where is this? I'm nowhere near this. But before we lose your ear, continue Continue to listen to this. Uh, so her career fair that she's planning is specifically focused on conservation careers. Uh, this con- this connection opportunity is not your typical face-to-face career at the university level or just in the big auditorium or big, I can't even think of what it is. It's been so long since I've been in college. It's just not that. <laughs> Take that whole image of going like uh, table to table, introducing yourself, right? So Marissa, the floor is yours. Tell us about what the where and the when of this career fair. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Julia. So we we are so excited. And, you know, one of the things that you hit on right off the bat is location. This is um, a brand new event for us. We're so excited to, to kick it off. It is the Conservation College and Virtual Career Fair. Um, virtual being the uh, key point here in that it is entirely online. Um, and we're doing that to try and reach a much larger audience, knowing that people are busy, we have full-time jobs, we are in school all the time, whatever it may be, traveling to career fairs, all of the different reasons that just doing something online will hopefully help us reach a larger, more diverse audience, letting uh, more people know that these careers and college programs are available to them. So the event takes place, um, as Julia mentioned, this is a timely podcast. It takes place on Thursday, February 3rd. Um, So coming right around the corner. And it's open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And it's designed to be very free-flowing, knowing, again, that everybody has very busy schedules and we have different schedules. And so you can pop in and out when it fits your schedule best. The another great point to mention is that this event is free, 100% free, no cost to any of it, to anybody who attends. Um, so again, you can jump in on a lunch break. You can jump in if you're a high school student during an open mod. Um, we've had, if you're an educator, we've had high school stu- um, teachers, excuse me, and you know college professors say, hey, this is a great opportunity for our class to tune in and see what's available. Um, if you've got a, a STEM focus in your school, um, this is just a really good opportunity to, you know, help students learn how to talk one-on-one with resource professionals, ask the questions that 
Um, they need to learn how to ask and build confidence with, you know, approaching somebody and discussing p- potential career opportunities. We do have, I'll, I'll name off the vendors that we have this year, and um, we, we're keeping it pretty close to the vest this year. Um, so we, we started with a, um, you know, pretty direct group of individuals to highlight here um, the careers that they have. And so Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever will have a booth. Uh, Nebraska Game and Parks Commission will have a booth. Uh, Bellevue University is a great partner of ours here in Nebraska as well. They're going to talk about their college programs and majors and opportunities. Missouri Department of Conservation, our partner on this event and couldn't be possible without them is U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. So they're going to have a lot of positions across the country, you know, as, as Julia mentioned, with temporary positions, seasonal positions, and full-time permanent positions. Monarch Joint Venture, um, they're also going to highlight volunteer opportunities that they have. We talk about getting your foot in the door, and sometimes when even though there's not job opportunities, you can um, volunteer and really help build your resume so that you're more competitive when you do approach that employer. Mississippi State University, their College of Forest Resources. Purdue University, again, forestry and natural resource program. University of Idaho's Department of Fish and Wildlife Sciences and Iowa Department of Natural Resources. So a pretty robust group. We tried to really um, spread it out across the country so that regardless of where you're tuning in from, there's opportunities hopefully near you. And if, if there's not anything, you know, actively in your area, still a good opportunity to see what's out there and brush up on your, your resume building, um, even some interview skills. So lots of things I just threw your way, Julia. Oh, <laughs> yes. And there's a number of reasons why I love this opportunity. Hey, I remember being that college student. Well, no, I'm going to start back at that high school student and needing to just kind of learn those communication skills, get that face-to-face, the resume building. That that is so important, even at that high school development, just to start that resume uh, and and get an idea of what's out there more so than, you know, in the conservation world. I think what first comes to mind is a biologist and a game warden, and that's it. It doesn't have an idea of what else is out there available. And then the second thing I really like about that, another one is, you know, given the day right now, if we were to be in person, you'd be wearing a mask and Mm -hmm. for safety purposes, you just don't get that one-on-one communication with that face mask on. So here you can have just that, that conversation that you're next to each other in a way, just, I mean, we're, we're all used to zoom now. Okay. So you can take that mask off and, and have that conversation. Um, and, and honestly, all you have to put is a nice shirt on because you don't have to worry about the bottoms. Right. I mean, right. I remember having to like run into my dorm room, change and put this fancy business suit on and these uncomfortable shoes. And now all you have to do is put that nice shirt on and do your hair. And I mean, take your hat off out of respect at least, but there you go. You don't have to worry about all being dressed and do it in between classes. Right. Or during study hall. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you guys see the benefits of this, right? The Zoom. Absolutely. Uh, Well, and you don't have to stand in line, right? Like that's the other thing. If you want to talk to somebody, we, the nice thing about the the virtual career and college fair is that you, you tune in, you, you can get in queue. Um, so technically a line, right? But the oh, nice thing about being online is you can go in queue and then 
go work on something else and not have to stand there, you know, waiting or miss your opportunity to speak with somebody. So it, it kind of allows an opportunity for um, the participant to wait, but also get some other things done at the same time. Not that I'm condoning, you know, never. multitasking at that level. I never do that. Never. So. Like as I'm typing a letter right now during this conversation, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're practicing your multitasking skills. Oh, good. I like that waiting in line uh, in the waiting room because that's always something that kind of made me uncomfortable is you're standing in line and you can kind of listen in what somebody else is saying but you don't want to have somebody else listening to you as you're having a conversation yeah. that's just another one of those factors that maybe makes you nervous and this could be that more conversation and I mean you can share your resume just by virtually sharing it, popping up and, and there it is. Right. Yeah. And it's so great when you go to register for the event, um, you can actually upload your resume right away. And so employers, um, it's already, you know, attached to your registration and they can pull it up as you're speaking. Um, it's, it's just a really intuitive platform to, you know, navigate for both our vendors and our attendees. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's really set up to be as easy and as helpful as possible for everyone. Now, is this the first year for this or have you done something similar to it before? Brand new. Awesome. So we are, we are just so excited about the interest level from not only partners, but attendees, um, staff, just really anyone and everyone in the conservation community, um, how excited they are to just kind of have an opportunity to bring everyone together. And, you know, that's, that's the greatest thing that, you know, we know is that partnership lets us do bigger and better things. And we just look at this event as another opportunity to work together and help build opportunities and awareness to what all exists out there. It's fun to think back on, you know, what, what some, what listeners might not know is that, you know, my, Julia mentioned that my, um, my career path in conservation started with temporary uh, jobs. And, and that's, um, I met Julia through that as I, um, you know, worked with Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I will say, I remember that my first interview for my first temporary position, which was um, in the fisheries department. And it, I had volunteered as a youth fishing instructor for our state agency. And when I walked into that room, I already knew the supervisor for that position from volunteering. Those are the things that I think we need to look for when we're, we're searching for a career path um, and building the resume because you just never know how that's going to help you put your foot in the door in the future. And, you know, when I mentioned Monarch Joint Venture and I know others that are going to be, you know, at the college and career fair are going to be sharing their volunteer opportunities don't, you know, take those for granted. Those are really great opportunities. You know, like I said over and over, resume, uh, boost your resume, but really it's just you're making connections with people and they might be able to help you find a position where they're at or, you know, somewhere else. And so just always be looking for ways to, to grow um, that network. It's, it's really important. 
Absolutely. You hit a key on there. We're always seeking volunteers for such a variety of opportunities with the game through the Game and Parks Commission here in Nebraska. And I know Iowa and Kansas and all the agencies are, whether it has to do Absolutely. with hunter education, uh, fishing instructors at the parks, you name it, there's always a need for some type of volunteer in a variety of things. It may not just be picking up trash. You could be teaching programs. It's there where you develop and and uh, express the skills that you do have. What if I graduated college years ago? <coughs> like, you know, me. <laughs> just, like just a few years ago. I, But I'm looking for a career change. Like I said in the beginning, I think we have some ears sitting at, you know, sitting at a desk or just do, they're driving down the road. They're thinking, you know, these, these jobs that they're talking about are really awesome. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. Do you feel like someone along that line would benefit of participating in this, in this career fair? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this event is really for everyone from high school age to, um, you know, seasoned professionals that are maybe looking for a career change or, um, you know, maybe you've been working those seasonal positions, wh- whatever, wherever you're at in your, you know, career, professional life, even if you haven't started it yet, this is a really good event for you. Um, you know, and even if there's not something that is currently available to you, you can see what the job descriptions are and you know, previous job experience they're looking for. And maybe that helps you decide what's next real. Or maybe there's positions that you didn't even think about. Um, We talk a lot in the conservation space about, you mentioned earlier how we think about a game warden or, you know, a a wildlife biologist, but there's communications positions, there's education positions, there's, you know, yeah. oh my gosh, yes, yeah, there's so many different paths that people can take. And you might not even know what you want to do until you attend an event like this and you see a position that all of a sudden jumps out and you're like, Hey, that's, that's me. I want to do that. Uh, And so it's just, there's a lot of opportunity to, to take advantage of for anyone. Absolutely. You know, even like engineering, we have a fantastic engineer division here at Nebraska Game and Parks. I, I don't know what percentage of them really have a background in this in, in that field, but it is their engineering experience and their knowledge that now has them designing uh, dams and building parks and all these type of things. Again, uh, association That's with so conservation. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, IT. I mean, think about yeah. all the every single place needs somebody in IT. I mean, oh, we can't yeah. live and survive without IT. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we started this podcast like. 10 minutes late, I would have, I wish I would have had an IT person hovering over me at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you said it's February 3rd, right? Correct. What if I can't get on February 3rd? Is there a way for me to connect with these, uh, to participate or connect with the, the groups that are going to be there online if I can't get on February 3rd? That's a very great question. Um, You know, what somebody could do is still go ahead and register for the event. Um, which will allow them to see the lobby with all the different employers, including links to their specific um, job boards. And so then you can kind of get an inside look on what's available from all those different um, employers and colleges. Uh, You can absolutely look them up individually too, but just, you know, it's 
it's really easy to just jump on and see them all in one place. Uh, and since it's free, it's a good opportunity to just, you know, pop in, grab that information, um, you know, easily enough and, you know, follow up with those individuals. We will continue to be evaluating and growing this event and our efforts. And so, um, you know, people can reach out to me as well if they would like to be included in future events that we're having. Um, and we can just go ahead and add them to a contact list and let them know when other events are coming up in the future. Um, but as we, we are not planning on recording the event, unfortunately, um, just for uh, privacy reasons with the different individuals. Um, but this is not going to be the only one. So if you can't make it, don't fret. We will have more opportunities in the future. So if I uh, am an agency, let's a different state's agency, and they're hearing this and want to jump on, is it too late or, uh, yeah, is it too late for them to get involved? Great question. Um, we did keep it pretty small this year as far as the number of agencies just to uh, really get a good feel for participation level and interest. Um, so if there's a state agency out there that thinks, hey, like, I really want to be involved with this, we want you to be involved. Um, so we're already starting to build that list of um, for the next event. And that one, we're not going to have a limit on any of the vendors. Um, so feel free again to reach out to me and we'll, I'm sure, put my contact information somewhere within this um, podcast and I will get you signed up for the next one. Absolutely, we will. Okay, let's touch on how we've we've briefly listed, but how can they sign up? Um, I think we've talked quite a bit about how it works, but let's just remind the listeners, like, how do they sign up? We'll go ahead and give you the um, registration link, which is a little bit clunky. So if there's a place for us to maybe pop it into. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. We'll do that. But if you're listening and, you know, just want to type it in as you're listening, I'll, I'll give it to you. It's. Are you ready for this? It's super exciting. H-T-T-P-S. <laughs> uh, so it is reg, R-E-G, period, e-careerfairs, period, or I should say, dot com, uh, backslash e, backslash pheasants. Like I said, we'll, we'll drop that into yes. um, some text so you don't have to sit here and scramble and write that. And then, yeah, if there's any questions beforehand, if people want to get involved in the future, uh, if you can't make this event, but you want to know what's next, uh, just contact me and we'll we'll get you plugged in um, whenever and however we can. Right. Yeah, we'll put that uh, link in the show notes. It'll be posted on our Facebook or She Goes Outdoors, our Facebook page and pop it in our show notes as well. So we'll definitely plug it in everywhere for you, Marissa. As Excellent. We, yeah. Anything else that you would like to share? Yeah. I and mean, we are just so excited to, you know, just reach uh, a larger audience for this conservation community, whether it's individuals who aren't already engaged in conservation, whether it's, you know, partners that we work with on a regular basis, whether it's new partners. Uh, and it's just the opportunity to connect with so many people through this event and through our, you know, growing efforts. We're just so excited about it. That word doesn't even do it justice. So um, we're looking forward to, you know, next Thursday and uh, just continuing to get excited for what the future holds. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. We're so excited to be part of this. Hey, maybe next year she goes outdoors, we'll be out there and we'll have to hire IT and social media. And I can see it. I'm envisioning it now. (laughs) 
Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, listeners. Thank you, Marissa, for uh, joining us today on this episode. And again, we encourage you to seek out those opportunities through their career fair. We will drop that link on our Facebook um, and also be in the show notes attached to the podcast link. If you are not subscribing already, please do subscribe so that every time we launch a new episode, it goes straight to your phone in your favorite podcast. Uh, Again, again, listeners, thank you. And thank you, Marissa. And we will see you outdoors. Outdoors.